Les's League. Hello and welcome back to Big Les's League. Let's get straight into these Friday games. Continuing on uh, from the last podcast, we'll go straight into the Warriors v the Newcastle Knights. Now, Ponga. I think he looked really good to start. I thought he looked really good to start in that game at six. Going down that left edge, I thought he was pretty impressive there. Uh, unfortunately, came off with a head knock and that had a bit of an impact there on the Newcastle Knights in terms of their attack for me. Uh, but Ponga, look, I didn't mind the first look of him in that number six jersey. I really, really didn't. I think that he has a lot of improving to do. There's little points in his game that he can improve on, um, in his, especially his defense as well. I think his defense, uh, if he puts some work into that, I think he'll be really, really good going into this year. His attack is phenomenal for me. I think his attack is really, really good going down that left-hand side, as I said. Uh, just needs to keep the head knocks down. Hopefully, him being in the front line, uh, he won't get too many head knocks. And I think that was the worry for me going into this year for Callum Ponga, him being actually in the front line uh, rather than out the back at fullback. Hopefully this head knock that he's got doesn't mean that he's going to be out for maybe two to three weeks. I think at the most it'd probably be one week. It didn't look too severe. He got up and he had the, had enough energy to go at the ref. Full ballistic there. Um, yeah, but look, it's going to be really, really, really interesting to see if Callum Ponga can sort of get away from those head knocks in the front line there. I'd prefer him at fullback still at this stage. However, look, I think I really did enjoy watching him at 5'8 there. There are some positive signs. I think he can improve in that position. Uh, so I think it is worth watching. I think him and Fitzgibbon, that combo is really, really good. Um, they can really work on that and get that solid for this year. Fitzgibbon, if he keeps the injuries down, that's going to be a super solid combo there. That whole left edge combo for me, it looks like it's going to be Fitzy, uh, Best, and Marzu when he returns. Uh, I think Best was playing on the left edge uh, in that game, so I think that he'll be on that left side. Still in the, in the number four jersey, but on the left side of the field uh, with Marju, it looks like. And then it'll be Dom Young and Dane Gagai on the right side with Tyson Frizzell. Uh, Tyson Frizzell came off with a head knock and failed his HIA as well, so he'll be one to watch going into next week to see if he's okay. Uh, but yeah, the Ponga and Fitzgibbon combo on the left side, don't mind it at all. Don't mind it at all. Really dangerous there on that left-hand edge. Uh, and it just goes to show how dangerous Ponga is as well going down the left side. You see it in Origin. He frequently goes down that left edge. He looks more comfortable on that left edge. Him being at six sort of locks him in that left edge position. Uh, but I'm really keen to see how Ponga goes going into this year if he can keep the head knocks down. Uh, the Knights, they definitely had the momentum to start this game as well, uh, especially in defense. I thought their defense was solid. Uh, you know, it's the Saifidi boys both stepping up in this game in terms of their defense. And even in attack, I mean, they look really, really good. So some impressive signs to take out of that there for the Knights. Uh, their defense looks really, really solid. Hastings kicking game, I thought that was pretty good to start the game as well throughout. He had a pretty awesome kicking game as well. Uh, so credit there to Hastings. I just felt like he could have been more involved in attack, you know, just ball running a bit, taking on the line, his passing game as well. I feel like Hastings could have gotten a little bit more involved in that game. Even in the trials, I was sort questioning whether Hastings was getting involved. Uh, he looked okay. I think he can take it to another level. You know, when Ponga's fully fit, 
Uh, Miller, once he gets used to that fullback role, I think they could really be something. The Newcastle Knights can definitely push for an eighth spot uh, at full pelt. Uh, at full potential, this night side could definitely be something special. As we said before, some positive signs with the attack. Uh, set plays look dangerous. Just need more work, I think. I think that's what every side needs. I mean, even the Tigers as well in that last game, which we'll talk about in a second. Like Some teams, you can just tell they need a bit of work, get used to the players around you. I mean, the Knights, they pretty much have a, have a brand new spine other than you know Jaden Braley at nine. KP's moved to six. They've got Miller at fullback. They've got a new halfback. Uh, I don't know if Kurt Mann's going to be the lock all year. Personally, I wouldn't do it. I'd probably have Adam Elliott there at lock. Uh, but there are a few concerns which the Knights really do need to think about uh, in terms of their spine. But they have got a new spine. Um, and look, it's going to be really interesting to see them when the sign, when the spine sorry, uh, is fully gelled and ready to go this season. They definitely do need a bit of work on their set plays. Uh, the Warriors were forcing themselves to defend at the start of the game. Uh, they were reliant on last tackle kicks to get out of their own end. Um, Sean Johnson as well, a little bit concerned for him uh, and his involvement in this game as well. Had some good passes, some good touches, just needs to get a bit more involved as well. I feel like if he doesn't, I think Metcalf could take his spot over the next few weeks when Metcalf is fit and ready to go uh, and come back into this side. I think that Metcalf could be a danger of taking Sean Johnson's spot. Tamari Martin didn't do much of the kicking either though. I feel like Sean Johnson was there for the kicking, to be honest, to be quite honest. Tamari Martin didn't do much kicking. I haven't seen Tamari Martin's kicking game either uh, over the past year or so, particularly when he was at the Broncos, obviously being at fullback, you're not expecting him to kick much, but haven't seen him kick much in this team. If Metcalf comes in, he'll probably be forced to kick uh, consecutively on last tackle plays. Uh, is Metcalf going to be the number seven? I'm pretty sure that he will be. Um, and, and look, I'm very excited to see the dynamic of when Metcalf comes into this site in the seven jersey, but that is all reliant on how Sean Johnson goes over the next few weeks. I think one main concern with me for Sean Johnson uh, is his involvement in attack and not just last play kicking. His kicking was great, kicked for about 600 metres, but just needs to get more involved in in terms of attack as well. And just, um, you know, we know what Sean Johnson is capable of. Uh, he just needs to prove that to all of us as well. You know, taking the line a little bit, showing us that step, bringing back the step. He definitely has another level to go to here. Um, Sean Johnson so uh, keen to see if he can do that over the next few weeks if not I think Metcalf does take his spot but we go to the second half I mean that's when the Warriors really started to get on the front foot particularly after the Afoa try just before half time they really started to get on the front foot they were forcing errors from the Knights some positives though from the Newcastle Knights didn't mind Mitch Barnett <laughs> I better say Mitch Barnett but Mitch Barnett uh, in the front row as a ball playing forward I thought he was quite good there uh, added Fenua Black I thought that he was great as well. Dylan Walker at 14 was phenomenal. Had the same effect that he did at the Manly Seagulls coming off the bench there, particularly in his defense as well. It's a game... Uh, it's a part of his game, sorry, that we don't usually talk about for Dylan Walker, his defense. I thought that it was quite good, especially when they were defending on their own line. I thought Chancellor Clockstar's defense as well at fullback. It just sort of confirms for me some questions I did have about him going into this year. Um, and I think that he will be the fullback for me. I don't see Metcalf taking his spot. I'm more worried about, as we said before, Sean, Sean Johnson um, and maybe Metcalf taking his spot there in the seven jersey. That's where I'm really concerned. Uh, but Chancellor Clockstar, he proved for me 
um, what I was sort of looking for going into this game, uh, that he is capable of defending at fullback and that he is capable at fullback. Uh, we look back to the Raiders 2019 when he was absolutely killing it there in the fullback jersey. Um, I mean, it proved something for me that I already pretty much knew in the back of my mind as well for a chance of a clock start. Uh, and he yeah, looked really, really good at fullback. Uh, and Jackson Ford as well, a guy that I have to credit here for the um, for the New Zealand Warriors. He was great uh, in terms of his aggression in attack and defense. Thought he was an absolute gun. So can't wait to see how Jackson Ford goes over the next few weeks for the Warriors. But great win here by the Warriors. The end score, uh, it was 20 to 12. Uh, not a score people were expecting, especially against a team like the Newcastle Knights who just look absolutely ballistic on paper and a team like the Warriors who weren't really going too well last year. We know the stats, the Warriors, they do win games in New Zealand uh, and they really did show it to this Newcastle Knights side. Now, uh, talking about games we didn't expect to go the other way, the Broncos with the Penrith Panthers. Uh, Broncos win 13-12 through an Adam Reynolds field goal. Uh, Reno showing us the potential he has going into this year. He's ball playing. Him and Ezra Mam have really started to gel and gel well as well. Wow, that is a tongue twister for you. But there you go. I mean, Adam Reynolds ball playing, sensational. Ezra Mam defense and attack was absolutely out of this planet, out of this world. Uh, it was fantastic for me. Uh, Cobo, he looks okay at fullback. There are some concerns there. They were targeting him with kicks a little bit, but he sort of lived up to the pressure. It reminds me of Blake Taff as well when they had Blake Taff at fullback uh, in that semifinal for South, and uh, they were targeting him with kicks as well. Nathan Cleary was targeting Blake Taff with some kicks, and he really lived up to the pressure there. Selwyn Cobber was a similar sort of game for him. He lived up to the pressure a little bit. There were some errors. There were some question marks around his game in this one, but I thought that he looked okay. I think they'll go all right if Reese Walsh isn't back, but I'm, I'm hearing that he will be okay going into this week, which is really good news for the Brisbane Broncos, particularly with how well Reese Walsh, uh, Reese Walsh went in those trials. He looked miles ahead of everybody else, so uh, very keen to see Reese Walsh return to this side as well. I think that's a big thing for the Broncos. Uh, I think they could get another win next week with him in the team. Uh, depends who they're versing, actually, which I'll have a quick look now, but look, very impressive performance in the trials from um, Reese Walsh, as we know, and we know the potential that he has coming back into this side, especially against the team on a Friday night as well, like the Cowboys. And it'll be Brisbane home as well. Uh, they'll have a big game in that one for sure. Brisbane Cowboys, going to be an awesome Queensland battle there. And I think that uh, depending on who they have at fullback, they're going to go really well in as well. Uh, Cobo looked okay. Uh, the main message out of that dribble is Cobo looked okay at fullback for me. And I wouldn't be concerned if he had to go there again going into next year as well. Brisbane. In terms of attack, they looked really, really creative as well. Renault's experience as well, it was shown, you know, passing soft in plays. We were talking about this uh, with Josh Hodson before for the Parramatta Reels, but Renault's just passing game, his kicking game was first class for me, and it just shows his experience as well. But super creative there. Him and Ezra Mam, as we said, uh, linking up very, very well. Look, I think we really got a taste. If we didn't get a taste in the World Club Challenge already, I think we really did get a real taste of, you know, Penrith and that they're struggling this year. They really are going to struggle um, without guys like Abby Corris out in the number nine jersey. They really will struggle. I think it's going to be really hard for Penrith to get used to Mitch Kenny at nine. We're sort of, we're sort of having a debate with, with the guru, actually, about this one with Nathan. We were sort of talking about... Um, 
you know, Penrith going into this year, are they going to struggle without um, without that big chorus there? I think Greg Alexander summed it up really well. It is going to take time. It's going to take time for them to get used to Mitch Kenny, the different dynamic there. Um, word is that maybe Sonny Luke might get the nine and then push Mitch Kenny back to the 14. I think that's better off. They're going to start games stronger and then have an absolute tackle bot during games as well. And Mitch Kenny coming on and, and really working hard in defense. I feel like Mitch Kenny isn't really a starting hooker in terms of the dynamic of how that side usually works. And I think um, Sonny Luke will bring a bit of familiarity back to the spine there. Just in terms of his game, he's got a very similar game to um, Appy Corusio in terms of kicking out of dummy half, the scoots, the fast scoots out of dummy half as well, ball playing. Um, I think he's really, really similar to Appy Corusio in that nine jersey or at least a similar dynamic to Appy Corusio in that nine jersey. Um, I think that they'd be better off actually starting with um, Sonny Luke and having Mitch Kenny coming off the bench, but that's just me. I'd love to sort of hear what you guys uh, think about this one. I think Sonny Luke is the answer um, to get the spine gelled a little bit faster for me. I think that Sonny Luke would be the answer. But again, love to hear your thoughts about that one. Uh, Ezra Mann, we said, looks unreal. Herbie Farnworth was a fucking gun. But that was just off the back of Adam Reynolds and his beautiful ball playing as well. But uh, I mean, Herbie Farnworth, that step... The ball playing as well from Herbie Farnworth in that center position. Uh, just the little things from Herbie Farnworth there. Uh, super, super dynamic and dangerous player there, Herbie Farnworth. And he's going to be great at fullback. I, f- I can just see, even at center, I can see that he could be a really, really good fullback if he wants to going to the Dolphins next year. I think that he has got some really, really high potential and very, very keen to see how he goes. Uh, towards you know the midpoint and even the back end of this season as well. Throughout the entirety of the season, I'm keen to see Herbie Farnworth. He's definitely establishing himself as one of the better centers form-wise going into this year. I think he was absolutely fucking phenomenal. Penrith's discipline as well. Penrith, I just didn't look too disciplined there in attack. Uh, a lot of errors from Penrith in this one that sort of cost them. Uh, they did, yeah, and I think that's just the spine dynamic there. I was sort of talking about it with a few people um, the other day, like the spine dynamic is totally changed here. Penrith aren't going to be the same team that they were last year, at least for the first part of the season. They'll sort of have a bit of a slow start and work their way back into the form that they were in. I think that does come with Sonny Luke starting at nine. And I know I keep making that point, but I think it's a similar dynamic um, to obviously um, Abby Corusau when he was in that nine jersey. And I think they'll gel much faster than Mitch Kenny would would in this side and it will take time regardless as Greg Alexander said after the game Um, but yeah look it's going to be hard for them to sort of get back to where they were going into the back end of last year and obviously their premiership winning form it's not going to be there for the first few weeks for me it's going to be very very hard for them going into the next few weeks I mean they're versus South next week uh, this week sorry on Thursday Uh, that one's going to be a tough one for them I think they do maybe get the win but that's you know, depending on what their side looks like. They have the bye the following week. I mean, over the next few weeks, they've got some tough games. But, uh, look, I'm very keen to see if they can handle the pressure. If they can handle the pressure, if they can gel this spine, uh, and if they can get back to that premiership winning form, which we know that they can, which we, we know that they can, uh, the Penrith Panthers. But very keen to see how long it actually does take for this spine to gel. Obviously, with... Um, a guy like Sonny Luke there in the nine, or even if they decide to keep Mitch Kenny in the nine jersey, how long it takes for that spine to gel. Uh, I don't think it'll be too long 
Because again, I mean, there's another point to be made here that Mitch Kenny did play and did start most games, particularly in the final series for the Penrith Panthers. He did play big minutes. They've had him there when they were dominant. Uh, and it goes back to, obviously, Viliami Kikau, another loss there on that edge. And you could see that they weren't too strong on their edges when they were spreading out wide. Uh, you know, the Broncos were covering their defense much easier than they would have last year because they have lost two big stars in the spine. Uh, one big star in the spine and one big uh, star in the back row as well in Viliami Kikau. So... I mean, it will be hard for them to gel. It will be. We could talk about this all day, but it will be hard for them to get that discipline back in attack and defense, you know, to get that finals form back. And I think that comes with them not being too silly in attack as well, you know, not taking the best, uh, you know, most creative option, you know, trying to make the big play all the time, every single set, you know. Uh, An example of that is when Stephen Crichton, Grubber kicked it through on second tackle, it was second tackle. They spreaded it out wide. He grubber kicks it through and gives the ball straight back to Brisbane in good field position. Like, uh, it's just those little things that they need to get out of their game. The big plays in every set. Then it become a little bit more conservative in the way they play. Still having those big X-factor sets, but not trying to go for the big outlandish play every single set. And and Joe with that with that number nine there, if it's Sonny Luke or if it is Mitch Kenny, to, re, to be realistic, probably both because they're both going to be playing. It's probably going to be that hooker um, dynamic there of either Mitch Kenny or Sonny Luke starting and the other coming off the bench, but getting used to a dynamic, keeping it the same all year as well, or at least until origin and letting them gel. I think that's going to have to be the plan for the Panthers, uh, as well as obviously getting their success back and their finals form back um, so they can get into finals as well. Uh, They'll definitely be in the top eight still for me. It's only been one game, uh, but there are little things that Penrith do need to fix going into the next few weeks. Broncos look dangerous. And look, you thought they looked dangerous now. Just wait till Reese Walsh comes back into this side as well. Um, Penrith looks semi-rattled as well in this game. Uh, without, obviously, Appy, they did look a bit rattled. We sort of talked about that. We talked about Pen- Panthers now. We won't go too much into slandering Penrith here. Um, but, yeah, look, Mam's defense and pressure on playmakers as well, getting in Cleary's face. Uh, that was another big thing as well, where that sort of swayed the way towards Brisbane. Uh, Ezra Mam getting right into uh, Nathan Cleary's grill here and getting right in his face as well. I thought that was really big there from Ezra Mam, as well as his attack as well, his ball playing. Uh, it was phenomenal. Ezra Mam had a really big game. Uh, Sonny Luke, I think, is going to be the answer at nine. As we said before, I'd have him as my starting nine. Uh, the Brisbane field goal at the end by Adam Reynolds, uh, and I thought that Staggs looked okay as well at centre, just as a little extra point there that I added uh, just then. But yeah, Brisbane looked really impressive. They look like a top four side. Let's see if they can maintain this form going into the year. Wait.